What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Promo code HAM working everywhere today. EaseandEaseWellness.com Manscaped.com promo code HAM BoxOfAwesome.com promo code HAM SeatGeek.com promo code HAM And MyBookie.ag promo code HAM1 Now to the segment. Cleveland Farrell was drafted before or after Josh Allen 41 Jags? Uh, when they get Cleveland Farrell, the sixth round, seventh, fifth round, uh, fourth, fourth, fourth. Take off the word pick? round and fourth take off the word pick? round, and you're close. I mean, it's one of these things. This is honestly one of the reasons this game for the Raiders is so big. That because once if they lose the Lions this week, and I I think there are are they a one and a half point? I saw two, I saw a two point underdog. Two, yeah. Two point favorite. Sorry, the yeah, Raiders are a favorite. The Raiders are minus two at home. This is a big game. It's must win. If they don't win this game, the playoff race is over, and we start talking about other things, which I don't want to do. Um, and one of those things is going to be, well, being bad didn't make you better this year, and being bad might not make you better next year based on the draft. Um, and we would say we're two years in now, and it has been a failure to this point. That's the conversation we start having if they don't beat the Lions on Sunday? Well, I, I think the hard part is, is is like part of making progress is one thing to look kind of good, but the other thing is you're going into this new building. You don't really have that much star power on your squad besides the running back's good. Why can I trust that you just had the fourth overall pick in a pretty loaded draft you needed a defensive end? And you probably had the biggest what the fuck pick since Blake Bortles. The Cle- would you agree with that guy? The Cle- in top five, like Cleveland Farrell going top five was just like what? Just because nobody saw it coming. And then he's been beyond terrible. I mean, he stinks. Someone asked me, "Do you think you could trade him right now?" And I said, "100." He's not a tradable player because, like Solomon Thomas, you- when, when you're not good and you make that much money, no one's trading for you. 
you know, it got overshadowed because Daniel Jones won a couple of picks later, and that was just such a high fro- a high profile. That's true. What the fuck pick, that's, right? That's, that's true. It definitely got Daniel Jones took a lot of the shine away, but I think it's coming back to life because Schefter and just I saw you know Baldy and just people starting tweeting just because when you get seven eight sacks as a rookie halfway through the season, people are just going to pay attention. Like God, this guy's kicking ass. This guy's awesome. This guy's flying around. And you know what the Jags are? Not bad. And he's one of their better players. And what what was the reason that they lost to the Houston Texans? They couldn't sack Deshaun Watson. As someone I saw someone on Twitter said if if it was two hand touch, Cleveland Farrell being all pro, but it's it's tackle football. And he just it's quite a line. He just can't uh, he can't tackle anybody. You know? Or excuse me, that was Arden Key. Arden Key. Because in, oh, okay. in, in defense of Arden Key, he actually gets around the quarterback. He just he just can't take him down. Cleland is you know one of those just nowhere to be found. Arden in defense Arden's played better this year, but he just can't. He touches them, he just doesn't get them on the ground. But think about this guy: if they would have hit the, let's say they would have like Bosa was off the board, but just got that type impact, they win that Houston Texans game. And they're four and three, and we're talking about them like maybe that line instead of two is four, and we're thinking, geez, are the Raiders about to be five and three? Right. Would you? And how about this guy? Five and three Would going into a stretch in that playoffs? you feel good about. And then, and then you'd be that team. I'd rather play the Bills and the Raiders, wouldn't you? I'm starting to make the argument if they had Josh uh, Allen, you know, and just I'm just I'm just throwing. Oh it out right, there. right, right. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. would just hear some of that, like, well, Derek is can be potent i'd rather i'd take my chances against josh allen but the, right and you'd also be saying well you know that khalil mack trade as much as we'd love to have khalil mack okay this is maybe this guy can be a percentage of what he was and we got two other guys and that's pretty damn good we'll get jonathan abram back healthy and josh jacobs is our best player and we're in great shape think if you were just saying well this guy yeah he's probably never going to be khalil mack but we got ourselves a d ford like well you know, I still want to trade a Khalil Mack, but hey, you got like you just said, it's it's hard to argue. You you guys, you know, got got younger guys, cheaper contracts. Instead, you got a way worse version of Solomon Thomas. Like that that to me is pretty devastating. I, I harp on it all the time. Like, well, one of your guys is on IR, and you can say that's unlucky or whatever, but he plays like that, he's gonna get hurt. The other one though. You drafted him fourth overall. That, that that to me hurts, guy. That 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 really hurts. It would really. I mean, luckily they had three picks, so you know they they hit one, but it, it looks like they got a hit. They missed, and I like the way the guy plays, but I, I think it's a major question mark. Not that he's not. I mean, it's clear Jonathan Abrams an NFL player, but just that style. Can you stay healthy? That that to me is a legitimate question mark. Like if Cleveland just. Is Cleveland one of those guys we're talking about cutting in three years? And then Oof. and then Mayock's talking about, yeah, we just valued character too, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think we've seen enough of Mayock's boards, though, that really high in the draft, he usually leans talent. You know, he's not – you don't see many of his boards and seeing like overachievers really high. You know, that's that's where it feels a little like a Gruden slash Paul Gunther. And, and maybe Mayock got talked into it. Because you'd say the one thing while well, Mayock's making his boards, he's making the board just kind of by himself. 
he doesn't have to answer to like the defensive line coach, right, or the defensive coordinator. And we're all human, so if Paul's like, I love this guy, and you're like, well, I kind of like this guy too, because the one thing you know Mayock does value is the pedigree and the program and Clemson. So maybe he just, yeah, I, I would have taken this guy like 15 to 25. But I know Gunther likes him, and we couldn't trade, fuck it. But then you learn, like, you can't do that. That's when you you get devastating picks. It, it cripples you. I, I that, that would be my theory right now. He He liked the guy. He obviously loved the character, loved the pedigree, wanted no part of him at four. Paul Gunther's just banging on his door. and he Wanted he, to trade back. Couldn't. Yeah, he's in Gruden's ear. Gruden's just like, I love this guy too because this guy loves him. And it's just a disaster. Because a credible do, do person you, told me that Mayock's favorite player in the fall was Josh Jacobs. And, I mean, he's been money. He's been awesome. And he, I think, you know, Gruden's even told the story. He, like, he ran into his room, told him about it, like, after the National Championship game. It's, like, his favorite player. And then Gruden fell in love with him. So, I, I Mayock clearly has pull when it comes to the draft. But yeah. the Cleveland Farrell one reeks of something a little weird. Do you agree on that one? Yeah. Because of how left out of left field it was, too. Like, there were so many defensive linemen. No one was really talking about him. And then they took him. I. I, I wonder if they felt like this is the perfect guy for us to draft at, at nine and couldn't get to nine. Right. They couldn't, they couldn't get out of the four spot. Well, and if, if they had been drafting later, it would have been one of those, okay, like, hey, that's when you draft wherever they wanted to be drafting, they took a guy with a high floor, we thought. That's the problem, though, John. The problem's not that he's not Khalil Mack. The problem is we thought he was at least not a low-floor guy. We didn't think he had a high ceiling, but we thought he was somewhat of a just solid. The problem is they haven't really gotten that. That's what feels like hurts. Well, this is where you start getting crushed, right? No one pays attention to Solomon Thomas being invisible tonight. No one even gives a shit. You know why? Because all we're talking about is like, God, can D Ford outrun a receiver? You know, can, can is uh can Eric Armstead just puke and then start dominating again? God, Fred Warner, you're just talking about all these other guys. No one even cares. But when, like you said, you lose this week, you're three and five. Are you headed toward a five and eleven, six and ten season? You kind of nitpick that stuff. Now, would you call beating the Lions a good, an impressive win? Yes, I would too. And Given if they that win this game, the road forever, it, it would be an impressive win. Then that means they'd be four and four, and yeah. I'd say of their four wins, three of them would be really impressive. I would just say four and four on the surface. Given even if you just close your eyes before the season and you didn't know who they were going to beat or lose to, you'd be like, that would be incredible. Once you knew Antonio Brown was off the team and you know shit was going wrong, and the road trip, that would be an incredible accomplishment. I would say three and four. The difference between three and four and five, or three and five and four and four is so big because then your margin for error in some of these games down the stretch that if you do lose it, you can go you know six and ten fast. You know you go four you go four and four like you'll probably just end up at like seven and nine. That feels okay. Not okay, but at least you're not a joke. Like six and ten, you're kind of lumped in with the other shitty teams. You can say all you want, like oh we're improved. You're still six and ten. 
You know, like that's six and ten is ugly. No matter how it looks, that's a lot of losses. And then, you know, like you're playing the Jags, you're playing. You saw a lot during the week. Here's the other problem with the three and five. Well, then you're just you got a Thursday night game, and yeah, the Chargers are a weird team, but who are you at three and five to just think you're going to beat the Chargers, right, and beat Rivers? I can't. I can't say that. Can you? That's the other scary no. thing about this game is like three and five. If you lose, you lose the Lions. It can turn into three and six by Friday. Right. That's true. Now it could go, but it, but to me, if you're three, if you're way? three and five, yeah. I, look, if they're three and five, I'm not the Chargers thing. It's it's just going to be too. I think too hard, and that I think it's be too hard to climb out of that hole. Now that said, the other yeah, to your point, what you're about to say it goes the other way too. All of a sudden, in a week, you're five and four. Or f- yeah, five and four. Then we're all, then they're alive. Still, still enough. They're alive, and they're, they're alive. With Cincinnati coming to town. They'd be in pretty good shape then. But Cincinnati coming to town at three and six doesn't mean shit, right? It uh correct. <laughs> yeah, that means nobody's paying attention, is what that means. The that means the Coliseum's not getting a proper farewell tour. That's probably true too. Because their last three home games are pretty uninspiring. What is it? Bengals, Titans, Jags. That's what people don't realize is after that Bengals game, they play – I shouldn't say people don't realize it, but here's something to know. Four of their last six games are on the road. How do they play so many road games, guy? It's really baffling. It it doesn't feel – if you're like, what are the Raiders? They get eight home games, eight away games? No, actually they gave the Raiders three home games and uh, and 13 away games. Yeah, I don't – it's the first time in NFL history, but it happened. That's really what it feels like. If you told me they got eight home games, honestly, I mean, they legitimately have seven. It does not feel like they had seven home games, does it? I guess we're going to get two here in four days. It feels like they've played two, they're going to play two more, and then they're going to play two more. It feels like six. Yeah, it does. They got got jobbed. They got jobbed. But they really have three coming up. Three in a row. Now, you're going to – the Coliseum, you're going to be a little Coliseum overwhelmed, though, because you're going to get – you're going to get six hours in a four-day stretch of the Collie. And the Thursday night game is a standalone game, right? So it's just everyone's going to be watching it together on Thursday night. That's true. I just I just win this game. I this Is a Josh is this a Josh Jacobs game? I, it feels like it is. Because you just, for two reasons, right? The Lions are giving up 130 yards a game on the ground. And like you pointed out in the last pod, or a couple, maybe it was a few pods ago, Matt Stafford, 16 touchdowns, four picks. Like, you just want to keep the ball away from him against your defense. So, would you take over and under three and a half touchdown passes from Matt Stafford this game? Well, I mean, he's... Uh, yeah, I would... I, maybe at three. I might so, take the so under. So, if, if you say, okay, you if if they're able to hold them to under, three or under, you'd be like, they got a chance. If I tell you he has four or more, you'd be like, they're in trouble, right? Well, then it's not. Then it can't be a Josh Jacobs game anymore. That then it has to be Derek not making the mistakes he made against the Packers, right? But I do think, like just last week, you saw Derek 
They've been throwing around pretty well. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just he, then he's going to have to be the one to go make the plays. Yeah, because he can't just control the clock if you're down, you know, 28 to 20. You just got to keep scoring. Now, I, I, one thing I'll give Gruden credit for, and Kyle's pretty good at this too, but Kyle's not in this situation a lot this season. Gruden has been. Gruden does not, like, abandon the run when they're down. Because, I mean, mainly because their best player's 28. They just keep, they, they, they kind of stick to it, and it works. And then they're able to hit some pl- big plays off that. This is this is a good bad game. Now, would I like this game if you and I like were lived in New York? I, I wouldn't care. But for us, like that, you know, it's hanging by a thread to keep the Raiders still interesting. I, this is not a terrible watch. For, no, for but you know, that, like, people, you know, non-Chiefs or some sweet team. But people who've listened to this to us for a while know that we do. There's just a sneaky Matt Stafford appreciation on the show. I'm a big Matt Stafford fan. Well, Gruden is. Gruden loves him. Remember just the Gruden Monday Night Football games with Stafford over the years. Like he would always rave about him. I think most. I mean, Derek. I mean, Derek's kind of the poor, poor man's version of him. You know, he's not quite as big. He's not quite as strong. Doesn't quite have the arm. But he's just plays I mean I maybe their styles aren't really as similar as they were Derek was playing like him like in his MVP season just kind of gunslinging I, I don't know if mm-hmm. tw- does Twitter consider Derek a gunslinger anymore I don't think so no I don't think so either. save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.